Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you've had a cracking week. It's time for this week's Sports Picks with me, Ben Cullen. England Rugby have sacked Eddie Jones, leaving the team without a head coach nine months before the Rugby World Cup. Forwards coach Richard Cockrell will take over the running of the team on an interim basis. Jones departs after a dismal year of results with only five wins from 12 tests in 2022. The 62-year-old won three Six Nations titles in his seven years in charge and led the team to the 2019 World Cup final, which they lost to South Africa. I am pleased with how much we have achieved as an England team and I look forward to watching the team's performance in the future, said the Australian. The number of sprint events in the Formula One is doubling to six because the F1 says it increases revenue and television audiences. The selected spots are Azerbaijan, Austria, Belgium, Qatar, USA and Brazil. The list was agreed after analysis of which tracks would be best suited and discussions of commercial terms with race organisers. The format of the event will remain the same as the sprint weekend this year. A short race on Saturday with points for the first eight finishers, which defines the grid for the main Grand Prix on the Sunday. We have now reached the quarterfinals of the World Cup and the picture is clear. Arguably, the only team left that you wouldn't have expected to see is Morocco. They took out Spain by penalties in the round of 16. They are set to face Portugal, following their thrashing of Switzerland 6-1. That was also without that man, Ronaldo. He was on the bench. Elsewhere, England really believe they can win the World Cup, unlike in 2018, says centre-back Harry Maguire. Gareth Southgate's side reached the semi-final in Russia four years ago and faced world champions France in the last eight in Qatar early on Sunday morning local time. This week, we have Luke Jahan on the show. All right, I'm delighted to welcome a good friend, a previous teammate and the former Wales Sevens captain and star, Luke Jahan. He's just arrived in Hong Kong to play for Valley. Luke, how are you, mate? Very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to have a little chat with you again. Excited to share your story. Um, but before we do, we like to do some quick fire questions, ease us in and, and quite frankly, cast judgment on you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Favourite sports star of all time? All time, Shane Williams for me. Just amazing, lovely player. Love him. Pizza or donuts? Uh, donuts. Favourite place you've ever played? Uh, to be fair, Hong Kong Sevens, right up there. Okay, like it. Pre-match meal? Uh, I keep it quite light. It's normally some rice, protein, bit of salad, veg. Simple. Easy. Favourite sport that's not rugby? Uh, at the moment, I'm loving watching loads of cycling. Cycling? Uh, cycling. I thought you were going to say soccer. <laughs> this, this came out and I was expecting that. Oh, very good. We'll come back to that, maybe. Favourite musician? Uh, Loyal Kana. Hong Kong Sevens, on the pitch or in the South Stand? Uh, so I was in the stand watching on the pitch and to be honest they're both class but I still got that itch just to play so probably on the pitch sure. at the moment yeah. on the pitch good man alright why don't you give us a quick uh, rundown of sort of what you do now and, and what you were doing cool uh, so now um, two things I've come to Hong Kong to do is obviously play 15s again with Valley in the Hong Kong Prem and then the other half is working on my business this is Sevens which is around social media content coaching content and then also branching into one-on-one -on -one coaching, small group coaching, uh, and then also things like merchandise, t-shirts, things like that. So they're kind of the two things I've come to Hong Kong to do. And previously before this, I was with Wales and GB7s, uh, and I've done that for the best part of a decade, really, before coming here. Okay, 
before we dig into that, talk to me about the cycling. Uh, it's just something I've got into recently. I think it's that classic thing, the closer you start getting to 40, uh, you have to buy a road bike and start <laughs> cycling everywhere. So um, I started getting really into it because my best mate back in uh, Cardiff is huge into his Ironmans, triathlons, things like that. Um, I bought a brand new road bike uh, to just try and keep up with him really. Uh, rode it for two weeks and then decided to move to Hong Kong. So. Um, still would love to get into cycling, but um, at the moment, yeah, I just like following it, just purely just because he does, really. Good man, good man. All right, let's go back to your childhood, perhaps. How did you end up playing rugby, firstly, and, and what were your sporting influences? Whether um, it be your family, your friends, someone on the TV. Uh, yeah, so I grew up in South Wales and Shnashi, where the Scarlets are from. Um, and as I'm sure, well, I know you know 100%, like if you come from South Wales, there's a good chance you're going to play rugby at some point in your life. Um, I just happen to have a local rugby club, Shnashi Wanderers, about 50 metres from my back door. Um, and my dad took me and my brother down when we were quite young, about six years old, classic like Welsh uh, uh, boy's story. And then I just carried on playing from there really and absolutely loved it and went through all the age groups, uh, playing 15s uh, mainly uh, before switching over to sevens when I was about 17, I think. Did you play any other sport? I played absolutely loads of sports up until the age of probably 15 when I joined the Scarlet Academy. So I played football, athletics, um, did a little bit of uh, swimming, uh, a little bit of just like cycling with the family, um, tried a little bit of cricket, wasn't great at that, but I did play quite a lot of different sports. Tennis was the other one I really liked, squash, so a bit of a variety, I think. Just the sports one all round? Uh, well, you can play them whether you're any good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoy playing say, them all. But I did enjoy playing them all, yeah. Good man. <laughs> and then when you, so you, you get to 15, you said you knew Scarlet's Academy. Yeah. What was that experience like for you going from, I guess, you know, playing rugby as for enjoyment or for your club and then going in towards perhaps a bit more of a professional atmosphere? Yeah, it's the biggest shift in rugby that I've probably ever experienced in my life. Um, we were going from probably training Tuesday and Thursday with your mates to being in four days a week and gym, skill session and a rugby session all around school or college. Um, so it was a big shift, but one which I think I'd loads of positive impacts on my future career but also probably a couple of little setbacks and things that if I could go back and change them I probably would have changed them now with hindsight. Like what? Uh, so probably the main thing was uh, rugby's gone away from how big you are but at that point when I was 15, 16 the only thing people cared about was how much you weighed when you stepped on the scales um, and I think there was two of us who basically came into the academy at probably like 55 kg and then if you fast forwarded like 12 months we were probably both over about just tipping over 80 kg so it's an absolute like stupid amount of weight to put on it was just probably some quite bad nutrition advice at the time again nutrition has come on massively but they were basically like right doesn't matter what it is just eat it calories get it into you and obviously when you're a 15 year old kid that like translates to well like, having fast food we're having ice cream every day we're going over to morrison's having, like the chicken bites and the potato wedges every single day um, and that probably gave me more injuries. I got big and probably like got quite powerful, but I didn't feel great, felt sluggish, probably lost a bit of speed. But um, at that point in time, that's where rugby was going, and unfortunately. But now, obviously, it's starting to come back and you've seen players like Colby, smaller players who are powerful, uh, being pushed to the front and celebrated for the skill and the speed rather than the size that you want to yeah. put on them. So that's probably the main thing I'd 
take back if I went back and could do kind of from 15 to 18 years old again. Got it. So Hong Kong is obviously notorious on the seven circuit. So lots of people in Hong Kong are familiar with the game and not so familiar with 15s, whereas it would perhaps be the opposite in, in most parts of the world. Yeah. How did you end up in sevens and, and what attracted you to it? So in Wales, you get your first kind of taste of sevens at kind of under 11s and then under 15 schoolboys teams. Um, and I remember just playing in this big tournament where all the different schools play each other and just thought it was amazing. We got all the way to the final and won it um, with Shinashi schools. Um, and then when I came to the end of the Scarlet Academy, uh, we basically got offered by a pub team to go and play in a sevens competition. They basically uh, were coming up from Tembe. They asked all the regions, do you have any lads who want a bit of fitness? Um, I remembered how much I liked sevens when I was 15 years old. So I was just in 17 then. I was like, yeah, I'm going, like, I'm keen. Um, it turned up, I had these massive baggy cotton jerseys. We looked like, like a right bunch of misfits, but obviously it was all quite good rugby players in the academy. Uh, played in that tournament and then that literally, we go all the way to the final, lost to a team in Reading, uh, but then Samurai, uh, who run obviously loads of invitational teams, like quite famous around the world, that just opened the door uh, for me to them. And kind of from 17 onwards then, I played more invitational tournaments. And I think after about four months, then I got invited into Wales and a couple of pre-seasons, built my way up through Europe. And then probably three years after that, then I made my full um, men's debut in sevens and went there for another 10 years playing sevens then. But all just from saying yes to a pub team to go play in a sevens tournament. Wild. Thank you, Luke. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. I mentioned it earlier. We are approaching crunch time in the World Cup. My hottest ticket in the world this week is the Netherlands versus Argentina. Is Messi going to go all the way and lift that World Cup to cap off a truly remarkable career? Have a great weekend all, and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. Hey.